We are perfectly timed for today's daf, and we're starting from the second line on daf Tezvav, and that's Amar Reish Lakish Mishom Bar Kapara. Reish Lakish says, in the name of Bar Kapara. Um, so, what does he say? Okay, so let's get right to it. Masnisin Be'av HaToma De'oraisa. Our Mishnah is talking about where the Av HaToma is Tamei De'oraisa. Vivlada Toma De'oraisa. And it's also talking about where the Vlada Toma is Daraisa. So that answer is not true, okay? And our Mishnah is talking on both on levels of Daraisa. So then we ask, whose words did Rabbi Meir derive his position from? From the words of Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua. Now, if you notice, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua weren't mentioned in the Mishnah before Rabbi Meir walked in. But, nevertheless, there's something that they said, and, uh, and that's who he was going off of. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, hey, Reb, um, so the question is, wh- okay, tell us. Okay, hey, Rabbi Yeshua, which one, which statement is he deriving his learning from? Elim, if we will say, ha, Rabbi Yeshua, it's this Rabbi Yeshua quote. Did Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, chavish shal truma, if you have a barrel of truma. That there is a doubt with regards to this the status. Does it is it tummy or not? We can't. We don't know if it may, if it if it became tummy or not. So Rebbe Ezer Omer Rebbe Ezer says If it was placed in a place which puts it at risk for becoming tummy, it's uh, in an area where it's easily uh, possible to get tummy. You're not allowed to leave it there, even though it's a suffix toma. You have an obligation of shmira, even though there's only a suffix toma on it. Okay, so even though there's a suffix toma on it already, it's not even though there's only, even though there's a suffix toma on it, and therefore you might say, well, we don't worry about it anymore. And a suffix toma, there's really nothing you can do with it. So just clarify when you have truma, that's tahar then it's very useful. That's what Kanan will eat his food. When you have truma that's tamea, that's definitely tamay, then it's also somewhat useful because it could be used as a fuel. You can use it to, to cook things. You can use it, if it's oil, to, make, to light things. There, there is a use. When it's truma that's a suffix, well, that basically, basically makes it useless because you can't eat it because maybe it's tummy, and you can't burn it because maybe it's tahar. So it's like basically in no man's land, it's in limbo. So that's the status of this type of, uh, of this truma. And um, says Rebliez, it doesn't matter, even though there's nothing you can do with it, still, you still have an obligation because maybe it's tahar. And if it's maybe tahar, just like regular truma Torah, you have to protect and try to guard from becoming tummy, you have to guard this from becoming tummy. And you cannot leave it in a makam torfa, in a place where it's at risk of it becoming tummy. And if it was open, uncovered, you should cover it. Meaning you have to be actively, actively look to protect it from becoming impure. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says the opposite, all contrary, right? He says, If it was put in a very private place that's safe, put it now out in somewhere that it's open, that it's at risk of becoming tummy, so that we should settle the issue and know and let it become tummy. So you're not allowed to actually be metamit, but you can certainly increase your chances of it becoming tummy, and that's perfectly okay. Okay? It was covered. Who knows? Maybe it'll be your lucky day and a dead rat will fall in it. Okay? So, there you go. 
Okay. See how you define luck? It's different. Everyone has a different sense of how you define what's lucky. So the Gemara says, and we want to say that Rabbi Meir picked it up from that Rabbi Yeshua. So the Gemara says, that's a very different story. Me dummy, you can't compare that. Hasam grama be'alma. Even Rabbi Yeshua, who is allowing, let's say, to get to, to, to um, indirectly help it along that it should become tummy, he only allowed it in a garamas fashion where you're just doing something to help increase your chances that the tummy should apply. He's not burning it together where you're bur- bur- destroying it at the same time. Okay? That what Rabbi Meir is espousing is taking Trumatahara and just throwing it in with the Trumatameya and burning them together. That's a very different story, and we, do not, we definitely do not see from that Rabbi Yeshua the, uh, that what Rabbi Meir is trying to say. It's a different statement from Rabbi Yeshua. Titran, we learned in the Mishnah, Chavish al-Truma, you have a barrel of Truma. And it broke in the upper part of the, of the wine press. So just to give you a little, you know, heads up on uh, how the wine press, uh, the situation is, there's the lower part that's the cistern, there's the upper part which holds the grapes that's pressed, and then they, it flows out, the liquid, the wine, will flow out into the lower one. So in the upper one is the part that is that you have with you um, a barrel of uh, truma that became broken and it's in the upper portion. So now, this is, um, here's the problem. Right now, this is a tame run in this, uh, that's, that's being done and it's chulun tame. Now, just to clarify what happens with chulun that's tame, nothing wrong with chulun tame. Everyone has periods of time when they're impure. And they eat it. That's what, they, that's what you're going to do during that time, during that time period when your tummy, let's say you have a bodily omission, your tummy. Well, you can, it's not that you don't eat that day, but what you eat will be tummy. So you're eating tummy chulin. You don't eat truma, chas if you're a kohen, but chulin to man, you definitely could eat. Okay? So um, some people always eat, are not makbid, eats what food that's tummy. But uh, even people who are makbid, there's periods of time when they have no choice, and that's what they'll eat. So what we got here is a major problem, because this is truma, that's tahora, that's about to fall into my chulin, that's tame. Okay. Now that what happens when that happens? If it falls in, this chulin that's tame has now mixed into it some truma. Granted, as soon as the truma comes in, it was tahor, but now it's tame. Okay. That is inevitable. That's what's going to be. But what the problem is, is that the, now there's truma mixed in with the chulin. Instead of being perfectly fine food for you to eat in your yemei this food is now miduma. It's a mixture with, with, with truma. That's tamea, which is even worse. So now there's only one thing that it can be done is used as a, um, as a fuel source. Well, guess what? Wine is not the best fuel source is very limited what you can do with it. So it's almost like a total loss. Okay? Um, so, to me, so here's the, here's the deal. So what do I do? Can I, what am I, am I allowed to do to save the situation to avoid this significant loss? So Moda, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua, both agree, Shem let's say I know I have a Tohar barrel, but it's like a it's, it's like a five-minute walk or whatever. I have to go find it. In the meantime, it's going to be dripping in and it's going to be ruining the chulin that's in the vat. 
but I will be able to save at least the revias that will be left pure. So then, yatil, that is what you should do. Because as long as that, that's a greater imperative to keep truma Torah, and as long as it's a shear that's significant of a revius look, that is, everybody says, that's what I should do. I can go find a Torah container to catch the wine and maintain its purity. That would be my priority. However, vim lav, let's say I won't, there is none that it's close enough that I'll be able to save a revius worth. Vim lav, Rebliezer, Omer Rebliezer says... Shev al best not to do anything. let it go down and just let the chips fall where they may, and ruin your chulin. And don't you dare catch it in another container to keep it from going into the vat with a tummy container that will now make the truma that's tahar into truma tameh. Cannot do it biad because you're being active. That's Rabbi Yezer Shita, Rabbi Yeshua Omer. Not true. Why should you have to suffer the loss of the chulin? You're not mechuiv to suffer that loss. Anyway, you won't be able to save anything that's of significance. So grab the first, your first barrel that's tummy, catch it before it drips into the vat, and, that, and, and even though the truma now that's falling in is going to be tummy be a dying. You did it by hand. So, first of all, the Gemara is bothered by is Ihachi, if it's learned from this Rabbi Shua, and basically Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Meir is extrapolating from this Rabbi Shua the same idea. Rabbi Shua is saying basically it's fine to be Mitama something when I have a good reason. So I have a good reason here too. We'll see what the good reason is. And he's learning it from Rabbi Shua. So the Gemara says, Ihachi, if that's true, why are you calling me divrehem from their words? It's not Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua who says this. It's only Rabbi Yeshua who allows it. So the Gemara says, you're right. This is what we're saying. From the dispute between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. That's where we learn it from. And it fits in. Because it says, they both agree. If anything, you see why we're mentioning Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua, that they both agreed to something. It, clearly, that's what Rabbi Meir got it off of, even though they weren't quoted to before. Okay, Shema Amin, so that's the bottom line. V'chein, Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rabbi Baravua. Rav Nachman said the name of Rabbi Baravua. Same idea, Masnisim, Avatoma de Araisa, Fevladatoma de Araisa. Our Mishnah is talking about, Rabbi Chininus Kanakon, was talking about an Av and a Vlad that are both the Araisa level. And the Devreim is from the Machlokes of Rabbi Lezer namely this Machlokes of and Rabbi Shua's opinion. So that's the answer. So the Gemara has a kash on that. He's very Rav Rav Nachman. It's Rav asked Rav Nachman a question. Um, Rav Yossi, Rav Yossi says, Dude, you're, you're, what you're talking about is not relevant, it's not a good comparison to your proof, okay? You cannot extrapolate from Rabbi Shua this din. That's what Rabbi Yossi argued. What were they uh, testifying with about? Um, what are you talking about? Uh, meat that became tame from a vlad Also, they're both tame. They're not. You're not taking something tall. You're taking two things that are tame. In other words, um, if you're trying to prove it from Rabbi Chanina's kanakonim. Well, he's talking about two things that are tummy. How can you go ahead and extrapolate that when some, one thing's tar, the other thing's tummy, you can burn them together? No way. 
beautiful yom shemadlikin also biner shenitman bitmeimeis. Meaning, if you're getting it from Rabbi Kiva, says Rabbi Yossi, that possible is that tamei. Afanu modim bechumah shenitmeis bevladatuma shesorfen osayim chumah shenitmeis bevladatuma. That's yeah, that's a different story. It's nitma. Uh, if it's t- both tamei or one's possible and one's tamei, that w- you would have a right to. But you're taking it a step farther. How you, could you even, even things that are suffix tamei should not be allowed to be burnt with something that's tamei. Maybe Eliyahu and Avi will show up and say, oh, by the way, this, you thought this was tamei. It's not really tamei, it's tor. And that changes everything. Okay. We're not done yet uh, with... What? Oh, he's not coming on Erev Pesach. Yeah, but in general, he's talking about in general, burning Truma Tameya with Tahorah. Okay, you're right. Erev Pesach, there's another factor. We're going to get to Erev Pesach factor. This is all part of a brysa. Okay, we didn't finish the... Um, this is uh, uh, Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah... It says a very little bit. This is the long version of Rabbi Yossi from the Bryce, okay? So he's sort of like the rest of the story. So it continues. Pigol, which we know, Pigol is that's uh, um, where uh, um, a part of a carbon that was, uh, that was you, you had a certain thought that you had a mind that I'm going to eat it outside its time, or no, sir, leftover part of carbon, or tame. Um, so Beshami Omrim, all those things are invalid. So Beshami Omrim, Einisraf and Kachas, they can't be burned together because the problems of one is different than the problems of the other. Okay? Obesil Omrim, Nisraf and Kachas, since they all are invalid, they can't be burned together. We don't worry about them coming in contact with each other. Now, the question is, clearly from Rabbi Yossi's argument, he's saying, where are you learning it from? Rabbi Chanin is going He can't be the, the, your proof. Are you learning from Rabbi Akiva? Why is he looking at Rabbi Chanin is and Rabbi Akiva? That's not where Rabbi, Rabbi Meir learned it from. He learned it from Rabbi Yeshua. You're going, you're bringing me, you're telling me this is not a good proof. We never Tried proving it from there. Okay? Samalay Rab Nachman Rabyosi Lava Daite. he didn't know what Rab Mayor based his statement on. Right? He thought he was getting it from Khaniskanakonim, and therefore he says, I don't understand where you how'd you get it from there? What's the rest of the story? Vamerlei said, Rabbi Meir, back to Rabbi Yossi, he says, I, you heard me wrong. You misunderstood. I learned it from this other statement of Rabbi Yeshua, who basically said that you are allowed to um, take something that's, uh, that's, 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 you're allowed to be metame biadayim. If you have a good reason, you're allowed to be metame biadayim, your truma to avoid to avoid losing the chulin, Right? Um, so even according to Rabbi Yeshua, Nami It's still not a good comparison. Even that Rabbi Yeshua that you're bringing him from, why? Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua both agree. That you have to burn them separately. You have truma Temeya with truma, uh, uh, and you have uh, um, uh, basically you cannot burn them together. So the question is, why is this not a good comparison? 
Remember, we're learning it from the Rebbe Yoshua that we just quoted. That was he was actually bimetame. What's tor? Right? He amid mido mida. It is a perfectly good comparison. So the Gemara says it's a big difference. Shani Asam, the comparison of Rabbi Yeshua is different over there. The reason why he, was, he allowed you to be metame, the truma that's about to fall into the chulin and ruin it. So you, there was a major loss of chulin and that was your imperative. That was a factor in Rabbi, in Rabbi Yeshua. And who says he would allow it over here as well? So the Gemara says... Um, uh, so Maskiflor of Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya says, oh yeah, and same thing with the Mishnah. If you have to make a separate fire for burning the Truma Tameya, and then another fire for burning Truma Torah, that's more wood. If you could burn it on the same, it's double, it's double the work. It's double the burning. So you're, there's a fuel cost. So that's also a loss. So the Gemara answers, um, Amar Le Hausaba, an elderly rabbi, answered, Major losses, yeah. Okay, the little bit of wood that it's going to cost you to burn that extra stuff, that's not significant enough to say that that's an imperative, okay? When there's, you know, total loss of chulin uh, that now is basically has to go in the garbage, that's a big loss. That's something that we, um, that we reckon with and value. Um, even to the point, according to Rabbi Shul, where you would be allowed to be metama, the, 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 the truma tahora. But uh, over here, because it's costing you a couple extra sticks of wood, that's not a significant enough thing. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Amr Avasi, Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Avasi says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, the reason why there's an issue over here, why there's a dispute between Rameir and Rabiosi, is because we're in the, into the sixth hour. We're at the time where it's not yet uh, really Asurbana, only rabbinic, and that's the hour like from 11 to 12 on the day that starts at 6 and ends at 6. Um, that's, what, that's what we're talking about. But if it was a, at the seventh hour, so then, everybody would say you can burn them together. Because at this point, at this juncture, the Truma Tahora is forfeit already. Okay, though, whatever it is, it's. So the sixth hour is the time, is that what you're saying? Sixth hour is into the sixth hour. Even though you can't really eat it, even though you can't really eat it, but that's only rabbinically. It's not on a Torah level that you cannot eat it. The Torah says you're only not allowed to eat it once it's the end of the sixth hour, at the seventh hour. So that's when you really can't eat it in a Torah. It's still, we still, that's where you have to burn them separately. You still have to burn it, but you burn it separately. We're not saying to wait. We, no, no, we're not suggesting to wait. But they, what we're saying is, is that when it's Torah level prohibited, then even Rabbi Yossi has no problem burning them together because, because the truma that's Tahar is already forfeit completely, Minat Torah, it has no value at all. It's basically valueless. Once it's valueless, there's no problem destroying it. However, we don't look at making it Tameh as a factor. That's what the logic is. Aval, right? Besheva, Divriakol, Sorfit. Now, Omerle, Rabbi Zerul, Ravasi, Nemuka, Sobre, Rabbi Yochran. Let's say that Rabbi Yochran holds, Masnisim, Avatomo, Deraisa, 
that maybe he's uh, going with the opinion that Rabbi Hanin is kind of calling him, is talking about where the meat was nitma be'avatoma from the Torah. The, another piece that was there is a with a vlad that's only rabbinic. My divreim and the divreim is midivreim chanin is karakonim, and we're taking his opinion to heart. Is that where it comes from? Samarlei in yes, exactly. That is how Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yochanan must have learned he, that the divreim that Rabbi Meir got it from was from Rabbi. And he understood that Rabbi Khanin was talking about that the meat that was nitma bivladatoma was nitma bivladatoma of a rabbinic level. And therefore, on a Torahitic level, it really is not even Tameh altogether. But once it's elevated to a Torah level, um, then it would be, um, then, it would, then, 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 then that, that's for sure no problem. So in, yes. In fact, we brought another source. They're only arguing in the sixth hour, which is only rabbinic in nature. Once it's in a Torah level, that it has to be destroyed. And then everybody would agree that you would be allowed to burn it because it's now worthless, it's forfeit completely, and therefore you'll be allowed to burn the Tume Torah with Truma Tumea at the same time, together. Even according to Rabbi Yossi. So now we want to see if we can prove it. Let's try and prove it. We quoted this before. You can't burn them together. You can't burn them together. So doesn't that show why is it that you are allowed to burn it together? Um, so um, it sounds like uh, this is Rabiosi proving his, uh, you know, saying his point, and he's telling Rameyer is that uh, um, that only over here Basila says that you can burn them together because Pigal Nosra is Asr Torah. Okay, but if it's an Isr Durabanan, you can't burn them together. That's what basically is Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yossi's argument, argument, and he's saying it's not true in a rabbinic level. In other words, basically what Rabbi Yochanan is saying is, is that that's exactly the machlokas between Rameyer and Rabbi Yossi as to what was Rabbi Hanin is kind of what him talking about. Was he talking about the avatoma that's, that's the Araisa with the vladatoma that's Durabanan? Then Rabbi Meir has a good proof. Or no, he was talking about Avatoma that was Daraisa and Vladatoma that's Daraisa. And they're both Tame on a Daraisa level, which was how Rabbi Yossi is learning. And he's trying to prove it from Pigal Nosser and Tame. Look at Pigal Nosser and Tame. Notice Beis Hillel is only allowing because all those things are on a Daraisa level, not on a rabbinic level. So that's the proof, basically, that Rabbi Yossi is using to augment his opinion, to prove his, to prove his position. Um, so that's the story. Beishame says that you still can't burn it together. Okay, we don't pass it like that, but uh, you know because it's different types of. You still even pigle, you can't be metama. You know it's us. It's usser. It's you got to be destroyed, but you don't. You're not allowed to be metame kachim, even though it's invalidated. Okay, that's Beishame's opinion. Beishel is not worried about that. But the, anyway, so that's the story. Um, so, Lema Misalia, okay, so that's the, so the Gemara says in Israf and Kahachas, let's, Lema Misalia, Pigle of Anosra, Tommy Bishami, Omrim, Ain Israf and Kahachas, or Bizolom in Israf and Kahachas. So, Gemara says that's not a proof. Shani Asam, Dizlu, Tommy Midar Bonan. 
Uh, maybe there's a rabbinic toma over there, and that's why they were allowed to be burned together. So you want to know why you were allowed to burn them together? It wasn't just an us. It wasn't just because it's, there's nothing you could do with pigel and osar. Um, it's uh, it, you know, and therefore it's forfeit, which is basically the same idea as the seventh hour. The reason is is because it's a mitame yadayim, um, and therefore it is tummy, at least on a rabbinic level. So it doesn't really prove the idea that once it's the seventh hour, which is forfeit minat Torah, then not, even though it's not tummy, but it's forfeit, it's good enough. So it doesn't really prove the point. So so now we're trying another proof. Ha-pas-she-ifsha, you have bread that became moldy. Okay? No man will eat this. It's, like, it's disgusting for a human consumption. But dogs... They have a tougher stomach. They can handle it. Even though it's a little bit moldy, the dog will eat it. Not a problem. Okay? They have Tumas Ochlim still. And the sheer Tumas Ochlim is the size of an egg. And you're allowed to burn it with the Tame uh, stuff on Pesach. So why am I allowed to burn it? You see, I'm taking... Um, the point is, is that since it's forfeit, value, it's valueless... Um, and that's good enough of a reason to allow you to burn it together, which is really the same exact thing as once it's the seventh hour, you should be allowed to burn it. Is that a raya? That's not really a fair comparison either, because that's really just dirt. Um, and when things are just dirt, it's dirt. It's not like a, that's much. That's a, a, not exactly a raya to this uh, to this halacha um, that you could, that you could burn it. Okay. So. So, Iachi, if that's true, so my mode, um, um, what is the mode that he's saying that basically, what is, if we're saying like Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan, basically Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi is saying that it's based on the words of Rabbi Chanin Kohanim, and I understand he's talking on a Dereis level, Rabbi Meir said he was talking on a rabbinic level, and he therefore he extrapolated his halacha. So the question is, what did Rabbi Yossi say? And look, even Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua are modem. They have nothing to do with our discussion. It's not, they're not part of this question. So that's the question. My modem. This is Rabbi Yossi arguing to Rabbi Yeshua. Even the Shita, forget about, I know you tried learning it from Rabbi Yeshua, but even a more lenient position that we know of, of Rabbi Yeshua, Okay, the Mekel, when he was more lenient, he only was Mekel by Yusafik, mixed with the Tameh that he allowed you to burn together. But if it's purely Torah in the Tameh, lo, he never allowed it. So Gemara says, Why is that not a good comparison? It is a perfectly fine comparison. So, We're talking about a piece of meat that became Tameh by a liquid that was tummy from a sheret. And that's the real source of the machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi, because it's a lishi tasam. Each of them are going with their own understanding, and that's why Rabbi Meir felt he had a raya, Rabbi Yossi said he did not have a raya, because the Amar Thomas Mashkin, the Tamei Acherim, is 
liquids ability to be metam other things midar rice or midar banan. The Rameyer says it's only rabbinic. Since it's only rabbinic, so it's tumah is only rabbinic in nature. Therefore, on the Torah level, it's completely tar, and I'm burning it with something that's completely dummy, and I'm fine with that. So that's that's uh, and, and and it's okay, and that's why it's a good raya to Rameyer in Rameyer's world. No liquids that are metame others is daraisa. So this vlada toma is really Torah level tame. Um, and that's we'll see. Well, um, um, and that's really the answer. And uh, uh, I think we could stop over here at the Ditanya where we see the machlokes between Rameyer and Rabiosi. Um, but it's like more involved. I think it's best to save that for tomorrow. So we'll start from the Ditanya tomorrow, and we'll stop over here.